0: This is Daizen Shoei X The Podcast, episode 122, for the week of March 30th, 2008. Welcome to Daizen Shoei X. The Podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fansite,
1: Daizen Shoei X.
0: That's right, there you are, Hey. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of the entertaining. Hello, good Saturday morning Yo. to you and evening to you over in Japan. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Let's uh, go around. We'll do the introductions. Hellos. Your name is Mary.
2: Yes, that is correct.
0: And how is Mary on this fine morning? I'm quite dandy, thank you. Quite dandy. That's a fun word. Yeah, it's what, gorgeous out. What does dandy mean to dandy you? Dandy
2: means... I am up for the day, showered, uh-huh. dressed, raring to go.
0: I'm dressed too, just not fully.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, that's normal for you.
0: <laughs> it is normal. Uh, let's go over to Japan briefly uh, from New Jersey. It's a quick trip. So,
1: uh, Julian, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. I'm here. It's Saturday evening. I had choir rehearsal just a little while ago, and uh, I'm here. A lot of things in the past week going on, but...
0: Uh... All right, we'll 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 get to you briefly, because I need to say that my name is Mike. Perhaps you know me as Vegito EX, and that's all I want to say about myself. I'm going to just take it back to you, Julian. What's been going on?
1: So, yeah, well, I finally had it uh, figured out where I'm going to be working starting next week. So, yeah, talk about coming down to the wire. But starting next week, I will be in another town in Osaka Prefecture doing the ALT thing directly through a school board this time. So that'll be a nice change. Uh, No offense to the whole dispatch company thing, but they can kind of be frustrating. Plus, they take part of the salary that you would otherwise get through this. I think
0: what you're trying to say is that they can shove it.
1: Maybe. <laughs> okay. But I won't say it in those words. I'll let you say that. All
0: right. You know what? I can say it because I'm not directly involved. So leave it yes. to me. I'll, I'll say the slander.
1: Yes. So in celebration of that, I let's see. I got myself a tracksuit because when you're a school teacher in Japan, you need a tracksuit. What like is a unru-
0: tracksuit? Do you go running in it?
1: It's, you know, it's kind of the thing you like you wear to warm up and then you take it off when you're all toasty and um, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things in... New Jersey for a while. I think it became kind of a not so cool style. But
0: so, <laughs> well, what do you mean in New Jersey? Why here specifically? What did we do?
1: I don't know. It's not. I just one fault? of the things that i heard you know
0: oh all right that's right but anyway you take some shots at jersey it's okay
1: it's okay i i like new jersey you know, a lot of my relatives live there
0: yeah, what what else is up so you got a track suit you got a new job going on
1: yeah so well i'm still figuring out the apartment thing but i think i'll be all right let's see yesterday on the way back um basically i was at this uh outlet mall near the kansai airport in order to find it so i came back i decided to basically instead of taking the subway one stop i decided to walk the distance between the two stations that i needed to go to and along the way i witnessed a street
3: fight Whoa. Sweet, cool uh, no of so, course
0: i am mike and i do have to ask were there any Hadoken involved in said street fight because it's japan uh, and everyone knows ki attacks right
1: unfortunately no, well fortunately no. Basically I got off the train at Shin-Imamiya station and um the area around Shin-Imamiya station is not the nicest neighborhood in Osaka. Okay. So I'm walking along and there's these two guys who are arguing in the middle of an intersection. Nice. While there's cars trying to get around them. One of them pulls a knife. Sweet. I love the other a guy knife fights to restrain him and then a third guy picks up a sign from this little construction area along the side of the street, (laughs) brings it, and hits the other guy over the head. I'm just thinking, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Julius, pictures, come on, man. I didn't have a camera with me. Oh, you let me down. um, It's still a good story.
1: Yeah, the day before that, I went up to Kyoto hoping to get pictures of the cherry blossoms, but unfortunately they weren't very blossoming yet. They were only about halfway or so. But I went to Toei Uzumasa Egamura, which is uh, a theme park of sorts run by Toei, where they actually shoot a bunch of scenes for a lot of their period dramas or jidaigeki. So you have all these sort of old style sets ranging from things to the Warring States period, all the way up to like the mid-Showa period, the 1950s. That sounds really oh, neat. Yeah, and well, it's, it was kind of smaller than I expected, but it was still pretty cool. And they had some stage shows going on, various things. Uh, I think I'd probably find a little cooler if I watched more Jidaigiki, but I don't. But um, they had some toy merchandise for sale. I didn't see any Dragon Ball. I saw some, you know, Power Rangers, of course, because that's made by Toei. Right. And I also saw some Naruto, which is really confusing because that's not made by Toei. That's Piero, but I, I think maybe because it's ninjas, you know. <laughs>
0: right. But yeah, ninjas fit in with uh, the those period shows.
1: Yeah, so all in all, a pretty interesting diversion. And then, oh, what was the other thing? Just today, oh, I was at choir rehearsal and I picked up a flyer in the um, foyer of the performance hall where we rehearse. And um I'm sorry to steal your thunder on this mic but June 15th 2008 at Lovely Hall in the city of Kawachi Nagano is the big 3 of anime songs their 2008 concert.
0: Oh you fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> so this concert will include Ichiro Mizuki of such series as Majinger Z. Uh, I don't care. Cetera, Captain Harlock etc. Mitsuko Horie, better known to Dragon Ball fans as the voice of Upa, but who's also sang, sung a bunch of songs before. And, of course, Hironobu Kageyawa. <sighs> <laughs> so So... I'm definitely planning on going to this. Awesome, um,
0: dude! That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it, it kind of made my day. I actually saw Ichido Mizuki a few months ago. I think I mentioned on the podcast. Right, I remember. I was that. wandering around Deeponbashi, and I got dragged into this weird, like, maid cafe. Yeah, yeah I remember that. That's but awesome. It'll be cool to see him in a more, you know, concerty concert. That's really but- cool. So, Mike, I hear something along the same lines. um.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. That, That's going to be in the news, and it's actually going to segue into the topic, which I haven't even told you about, which is going to be fun, but we'll talk about that uh, as we get on down there. Let's transition away from Julian and his awesome news. We'll talk about... Nonsense with Mary and us. Mary and us. I guess Mary and I. There's not a whole lot of us here. No.
2: What's up? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry, I I don't have anything that can possibly top those stories.
0: (laughs) I have Dragon Ball thing to mention and discuss. Whoa. Actually, it doesn't start out Dragon Ball, but I picked up a PSP this week because I'm super mega fanboy for something else, and that is Final Fantasy VII and Crisis Core came out, so I had to get it. And I remembered that I picked up the first Shin Budokai, the PSP game, when EB was doing that super super sale. I guess it was last year at some point. So in the meantime, I've I've popped in that Shin Budokai and I've been playing it. And it's nice because the Japanese cast is selectable, so I can actually play as characters and not rip my hair out. But the funny thing is the translation in this game, and I know the game is a couple years old now and people have already talked about it, but consistently there's extra spaces after after apostrophes, and for some reason, they say King Enema, despite never using that name in the dub. It's always been King Yema, so that was funny, and then there's still... Also, it's really weird for me to be able to to see this stuff in a game because ever since Budokai Three, I've been playing the Japanese versions of games, so I haven't been exposed to stuff like the H word and Frieza and stuff in years, and it's it's really strange. And it's funny just seeing like all the dub talk and the censoring, but there's still words like damn and hell in there. It's like this odd mix of things. So that's seems my- like a
2: very I don't know half-assed. It is. Production.
0: I do Do they just, like, not care about these handheld games? There's, like,
2: no quality control. No.
0: And, oh, and they misspell. their misspelling of Frieza in the instruction book in the that's, back. See? They, they spell it E-I. I noticed that. That was kind of funny. Uh, so that's my PSP stuff. Uh, yay! Mike's got another video game system. What a surprise. Um, let's talk about stuff on the site, because that's very much Dragon Ball related. We've actually had quite a few content updates this week. We've put up a couple new comparison videos from the live-action movie, because people, uh, enjoyed, and there's quotations and a question mark in there, our review of, uh, Dragon Ball Ultimate Edition. And we put up one comparison clip, and I did two more of them. One is the fight between the Goku character and the Yamcha character, and in the remastered version, it has, um... Extra footage. And then I did another one just the other day, which I actually still need to put up on the homepage of the site. Um, the Sanding character making his introduction. So that's cool. I also put up an old promo from the Arrival release. That was the first uh, four episodes of Funimation dubbed from 96. Right before the theme song, they do this little... It's kind of like almost a recap more than it is a promo, so I put that up. And uh, actually, I'm going to have a new tidbit to go up. It's something we did as a podcast episode back on episode 91. That was uh, when we talked about the GT ending, and we did a little analysis of it, and what is Goku's role now? What has he become? So what I've done over the weeks is I kind of listened to the episode and typed up a synopsis of everything we talked about, and I've had that sitting there for probably months now, and I actually just pasted it into a page and put some screenshots along with it, and it's going to be a tidbit. So hey, lots of new cool content coming to the site, and I think I'm done talking about site content. Does anyone have any extra little stuff before we get to the news? Nope. Nope. Julian, what do you think?
1: I think that's pretty cool. You think news? I think so.
0: Mary, I must give you the hilarity.
2: I would love to talk about this (laughs) hilarity. So uh, I'm not going to use my word. Okay. yeah, It's not my word, so I'm not using it.
0: (laughs) Go go right ahead and tell me what is going on with one of our favorite companies of all time. Well,
2: it's great news fodder for us. And uh, we shouldn't be at all surprised. This um, should have been seen coming a mile away. And it appears as though Atari will be delisted from the NASDAQ Ah. due to being (laughs) unable to maintain, um, I guess, a certain amount of money. Yeah,
0: I think it was a certain market value they had to maintain. I believe it was by March 20th. Uh, We have the full press release uh, linked right off the homepage of the site. They've been warned before. They've been given extra chances. They've appealed. They're going to appeal this one. But this seemed to be more or less the final case that they had or thing to do or whatever. And NASDAQ's like, uh, yeah, you suck. You are going away. Now, we know that Atari's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, Infogrounds is trying to buy up all remaining shares of Atari and kind of reincorporate them. And we think it's because they want to sell them off while they still can. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on with Atari and it's hilarious to watch. So um Cool. Julian, yes. tell me about the live-action movie.
1: Yes, well, it appears that the live-action movie has a new release date. Originally, it was scheduled to be coming out sometime this year, but now it has been moved to a rather precise April 8th, 2009. Yeah, I think it was September that it was originally...
2: Sp- Is that right, Mary? I thought it was supposed to come out of uh, August of this year. August? Okay, maybe that's what
0: I'm thinking. Well, it's the same time period. So push back to... April of 2009, not even like next month, April. It's a year from now now.
1: Ooh. Yes. So what does this mean? I guess it'll be spending extra time in post-production.
0: Probably. I've been reading some stuff lately that they're wrapping up shooting on the movie. As you guys all know, we don't update or talk about every single little time someone, like, updates a blog somewhere and says they had lunch with someone. We kind of just pick up the really big important things about the movie because all all the other sites are picking up all that little minute stuff. So a release date that's been updated is kind of big news, so we'll talk about that. So a year from now, Julian, you're thinking uh, extra post-production. Mary, you were, I think you were... Maybe it was just my imagination, like, going up against other movies? Or I
2: think that was it. I don't know if I made that up on my own or if I read that somewhere. Like, something about competition during the month of August of this year. And you were saying that they have no confidence because
0: they're pushing it back from summer blockbuster to who the fuck cares next April.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, springtime. Ooh, boy.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, So that is a live-action movie. I guess... Maybe talk will slow down about it for a while. Uh, yeah, because it's
2: done filming.
0: Yeah, good. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about really cool stuff. Very exciting. Uh, I'm glad we we kind of delayed recording a little, although we probably wouldn't have known about it if we recorded last Yeah, we would have known about it yesterday. But that's cool. Mary, this is going to be my 10th Oticon.
2: Right, and it's going to be made even more special. Because tell me why. Because the Jam Project is going to be the musical guest And at who Otacon. is
0: the coolest person in Jam why, Project? Why?
2: Maybe a Mr. Kirinobu Kagayama.
0: Yes, and I don't know who that is. Can you tell me a little bit about him?
2: Yeah, he sang like 50 DBZ
0: songs. <laughs> I keep seeing um, descriptions of him, and the number of songs they attribute to him is different on every news site. I feel like saying, hmm, I could go through and actually count all of the songs that he did for the series. And it would probably be about double what all these other sites are reporting. Yeah, <laughs> You know, when you go through all the hit song collections and stuff. But yes, Jam Project's going to be at Oticon. This is
2: awesome. Although we shouldn't get too excited because they're not necessarily going to sing their individual, you know, hit songs right. for Julian, their series.
0: You can probably describe it a little better than me. I mean, Jam Project is made up of individuals who do a lot of solo stuff as well. But overall, That's like perfect. kind of what are they known for and do?
1: They're known for singing anime theme songs. So, for example, Hirono Kageyama, obviously major involvement in Dragon Ball Z. Rika Matsumoto is the voice of Ash in Pokemon, but she's also sung a I lot of... I believe
0: you mean Satoshi.
1: Yeah, that guy. I, I've never really seen the Japanese version of Pokemon. I have, anyway. and
0: he's actually got a really cool voice. I like him.
1: Oh, well, that's good then. And let's see who else. Hiroshi Kitarani, best uh, nice known yeah. for... Perhaps for the first opening theme to One Piece, we are sort of the quintessential thing. It's even used for every single episode preview music, even now, even though they have a completely different opening. They're up to the ninth
0: but opening now, right?
1: Something like that. It's a Jungle... Party, or no, the, the name of the song is Jungle P. I don't like the, this Party. new one. I like the previous one. I
0: like the eighth one. Kind of ska ish song. Anyways, continue.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, who was the last person in there? Uh,
0: oh, Masaki Endo.
1: Ah, yes, yes Masaki Endo who's known for doing a variety of things, mostly sentai type shows like Gao Dai Gunder, and Bakuryu Sentai.
0: I actually have, it's a two discs uh, set. It was an acoustic tour that Masaki Endo and Hironobu Kageyama did. Um, they kind of like switch back and forth, singing each other's songs and stuff. And it's got this awesome acoustic head towards the end of it. And it's just the coolest shits ever. Um, nice. So a- as you can imagine, I'm kind of like bursting at the seams in anticipation and really hoping that they do this like gigantic, amazing, like Hedgehala performance as a group because I've seen them all do it before. Like I've seen the videos on YouTube of like their Anipara performances and all that kind of stuff.
1: Mm, yes. And so I guess we have a couple more people on here. There's uh, Masami Okui who's doing a bunch of stuff and Yoshiki Fukuyama. I don't really know them as well. Yeah, I so. don't
0: actually recognize any of those names. I'm really excited, Mary. I
2: mean, not everyone is. <laughs> I was looking at the Otakon boards, and a lot of people were pissed off, like, I thought it was going to be X-Japan. Oh, I thought it was going oh, to be Gak, doing the Jam Frog. X-Japan? X th- Are they even together? I don't
1: know. I it's... thought they disbanded, like, 20 years ago or What the fuck do I know about J-Rock? Nothing is impossible in the mind of a super fanboy, okay? <laughs>
2: Who's Jam Project?
1: Will, will make it possible for the band to reunite even if they hate each other. Do you understand? (laughs) I guess so. That is the power of fanboyism.
2: But it's
0: true. And like, this isn't, I I don't know how to like, not be anti-dub kind of thing with here, but this is the kind of thing, like there's so many years of fandom behind these singers and these songs. And to see this kind of stuff, You have to be almost an older fan to be into this, because
1: what the hell do... You can't be like a 14-year-old kid brought up on, you know, Naruto and Bleach, because you won't know who these people are.
0: But, I mean, then again, you got One Piece and Hiroshi Kitadani, and you got We Are, but...
1: But, yeah, he's also more of, like, a more old-fashioned kind of thing. His style is more, I think, more like... Oh, yeah, very much so. ...Kageyama, rather than... You know, that, that song was written specifically for One Piece. Right. I mean... I think a lot of the other ones for the series were, too, but they were done by fairly well-known people at the time, whereas Hiroshi Kitadani is more like a dedicated anime song. I think
0: guy. we've actually talked about that a bit, where One Piece is kind of different from other shows today, in that its songs are done specifically for the show and other shows just kind of, they get a new single by a new popular band and maybe it was written for the show, maybe it wasn't or they just get like the latest J-Rock hit kind of thing. And that's kind of a throwback to the Dragon Ball era where it was popular people that did the songs for the shows, but they were written right for the show. But that's kind of more One Piece talk. But yes, I mean, uh, Jam Project. It's cool for people like us and it's really exciting. Uh, I I can't wait to go. I hear that it is going to be over in the arena. Yeah, That's so cool. Right where we saw Lark a couple uh-huh. of years ago. Uh, th- that ah, uh, the only thing that could top this for me, and it's because I want to get into a pit and like totally tear it up. Would be is if Asian Kung Fu Generation came or to the U.S. Maximum the Hormone, or Maximum the Hormone. Yes, I think we'd probably <laughs> fly anywhere in the country.
2: Oh yeah, to no go doubt, see a no show.
0: Doubt. Luckily. Baltimore is, like, three hours away. We, we just drive to Otakon every year. So, I mean, we're totally going to be there. Totally cool. going to be there. It's going to be totally awesome. I am so psyched. And even if they don't play any Dragon Ball songs, just to hear his voice. And I get to see him. And see his stupid smile grinning and, like, chanting along up on stage. Like, I'm probably going to cry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> I'll hold your hand.
1: Will you hold my hand? I will. Will, will you Aww. hold
2: me tight? hold me tight i need your
0: love like are
1: you asking her out
2: yes. <laughs> i
0: think he likes me do you like me yes no
1: <laughs> yes or
0: no please return it recess
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh all right that is gonna wrap up the news and uh with that done we're gonna transfer right on over to the topic
1: Julian, Yes.
0: the topic this week is that we're going to get into a fight. We're going to have a grand battle of epic proportions.
1: A grand battle, huh? Yes.
0: Uh, See, the thing is, I've been... I want to
1: have an ultimate adventure.
0: (laughs) I was trying not to get into a series of puns, but anyways... I've been consistently a week ahead of myself for probably about two weeks, and I've been under the impression that this episode was going to be the first of April, and we were going to be doing a manga review of Awesomeness.
1: Where is Jeff, anyway?
0: Jeff is, I think, (laughs) actually, he drove by, and we have the windows open, and he waved to us.
2: No, he didn't really wave. He, he kind of was looking in. Oh, and okay. Because my back is
0: Oh, turned. was
1: that a middle finger? Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I've been a week ahead of myself. I thought it was manga. It's not. And I was like, oh, crap. I got to do a different topic. And I've been busy doing other stuff. So luckily this news came out and I wanted to get into a fight with everyone for a topic. What we're going to do is it's our dream performance. Jam Project's coming. Julian, you're going to go see Hironobu Kageyama. But, it, yes. but it's like an ideal situation and they're only doing Dragon Ball songs. You have a dozen songs. Pick the set list Oh man So we all have to agree Maybe not necessarily the order of the 12 songs But 12 songs that we definitely want to be in this set list This playlist at the performance So uh, I guess we'll go around and we'll uh, come up I don't really know how to do it Because I want to get into arguments I think that's fun when you listen to people And they're fighting with each other So let's start with Julian Give me a, a couple songs off the top of your head That you think should absolutely be in this set list
1: Let's see Hitchala. All
0: right. I think we can all agree on head. And
1: let's see. How about forever?
0: Forever. The image song. All right.
1: And the opening theme to Budokai Two.
0: Oh, okay. That's yes. Krusuburu Hato ni Yes. Oh, look at me whipping that out. Like it's nobody's business. I can do that shit.
1: I'm lucky. I can't see this.
0: <laughs> uh that was funny. Mary, how about you? Give me a couple songs that you think should be in the set list.
2: We got a power. We got a power? Son Goku song. What's oh, uh, a Son Goku? Yeah. Son Goku, doo 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 And Hikari no Tabi.
0: Okay, Alrighty. All right, jumping off of that a little bit, I'm actually going to go with the Budokai 3 theme song, which is Ore wa Tokuton Tomoranai. Yes. Did I get those words correct? Yes. <laughs> Sweet. I am also going to throw in the movie 13 closing theme. Julian, do you have any other thoughts for... So together we have like eight or nine songs here.
1: Yes. So, let's see. How about the movie 12 ending?
0: Okay, Saikyo no Fusion. Let's see. What else Let me do keep we going want. around then. Mary, do you have any others that you want to throw um, on?
2: Probably. Oh, man. It's so hard because there's so many songs Oh, man. We're, we're from. totally missing some really
0: obvious ones. I'll throw in another two. Mind Power and uh, Unmei no He. Yeah.
1: But, you know, for Unmei no He and Hikari no Tabi, we need a female singer in there. Are oh, we going to just assume that there is one?
0: Yeah. Well, Jane Project has a female singer. Well, that's true. So, like I said, we'll assume it's the ideal situation and they can play whatever we want them to play. <laughs> All right, Julian, did you have a couple
1: other thoughts? Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking. Do we want to try to find a way to squeeze We Were Angels in there? Maybe. I mean, I like Aetsu Asongoku, but maybe I don't like it that yeah. much. Yeah, I say maybe. vote it
0: off. You want to vote it off? Re- Are what? we at the point where we're voting off songs no, not quite. the idea list? Well, we'll we'll get to that point. Let's keep brainstorming a couple ideas of songs that we like.
1: Oh, what, what's the one that's like really fast and what's it I, called? I believe
0: you mean that he raps really fast song, Space People DBZ?
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't know I really like that one that much. Okay. Oh, man. There's too many songs that he's done.
0: Mary, how about uh the trunk special closing?
2: Um, nah. You're not very excited about no. that? I think there's other more worthy songs. Okay, I'm down with that.
1: Yeah, I, I really like the movie 9. Is it the movie 9 closing? Movie 9 is rising high. Oh, okay, so that's not that. It's the movie 7 Yeah, I was going to
2: say movie 7. Oh, right, right,
0: right. Um, That one. Oh, giddy
1: giddy! Yes, there we go. or whatever it's called.
0: So we're up to about thirteen. Let's get a couple more on here, and then maybe we can start knocking a few off. I don't
1: remember what the names of the songs are anymore. I remember how they well, go. Well, if you
0: remember how they go, I can probably figure out what song it is.
1: <laughs> oh, gee, that—that's oddly not comforting. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you know what's really good is willpower.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. He carried no willpower. Mary, you're oh, getting yeah. all the trunk songs here. And he's actually done that live before, so that's yeah. a good choice.
1: Oh, a n no Yakusoku would be good.
0: That is. It's very much a duet, but I guess if we have, uh, mm,
1: you know, a female Kintari singer. The-
0: on there. Yeah.
1: I don't see why not. Hey, Eh? Eh?
0: Eh? I actually really like that song. It's pretty. It's, it's a pretty pretty song. Yes, it is. Another one I want to throw on there. We only have like one or so image songs on here. Uh, well, a couple, depending on what you consider some. But there's an image song I really like, and it's actually on the Neverending Story. The song Growing Up. I really really like that song. Oh, so yeah. I'm going yeah, to throw way. that on the list, and maybe it gets voted off. That's okay.
1: That's
3: cool.
0: We're up to about 16, so maybe we think of maybe one or two more, and then we start cutting
1: a few off the list here. You know, it's not helping to jog my memory, is when things are just labeled monolith. <laughs> <That could> be, <laughs> I know.
0: It could be it anyone. It could be him. It
1: might not be. <laughs>
0: Since we're already doing some duet stuff, i got to throw the movie six closing theme on there: Kimi Gai Hero. I agree. <laughs>
1: You are the hero guy, I am the hero guy. Ooh, Ogon no Kompasu, yes or no?
0: We'll throw it on the list. We need some more image songs on here. Yes. I'm going to throw another video game song on here, and I don't know that it's ever been performed ever anywhere, but the the final bout opening song, Biggest Fight, because I think an updated live performance of that would be pretty neat.
1: That would be kind of cool.
0: Anyone want to throw some last-minute suggestions onto the list? I think we got the big ones.
1: Yeah, I think we probably have a good amount of stuff there and I'm sort of dragging out my speech in order to per <laughs> use the list and think about other choices just in case I want to. <laughs> but I don't know that it's going to be really successful I'll at all. All right, then. I will... The uh, let's Just talking about <laughs> random nothing <laughs> stuff at let's all. Let's go over <laughs> the
0: list, then. Okay. Then we'll start slashing the list down a little bit. So, we have Chala La Head Cha which is the first opening theme to DBZ. We have Forever, which is an image song. We have Kusaburu, uh, which is the Budokai 2 opening theme. We have Saikyo no Fusion, which is the movie 12 closing theme. We have Bokutachi which is the second DBZ closing theme. We have Gidi Giri, which is the movie 7 closing. We have Hikari no Willpower, which is the the 32-bit vocal trunk song, I guess you could say. We have Oga no Kampasu, which is an image song. We have We Got a Power, which is the second opening to DBZ. We have Aitsuwa Son Goku, which is an image song. We have Hikari no Tabi, which is the Bardock closing theme. We have Eon no Yakusoku, which is the Ultimate pal 22 ending, I think. We have the Budokai 3 opening theme, or Ore wa we have I can't say this properly. Julian, the movie 13 closing
1: theme. Oregon Yaranaki what it's called. Thank
0: you, yes, that is correct. We have Mind Power, dot dot dot. Ki, dot dot dot, which is uh Trunks' flashback song. We have Unmei no He, which is the which is the Gohan Super Saiyan 2 transformation song. We have Growing Up, which is an image song. We have ga Hiro, which is the movie 6 closing theme, and we have The Biggest Fight, which is the final bout opening. So that's actually 19 songs. We got a cut. It down to 12 arbitrarily because I said so. So, which songs Damn. are getting cut right off the bat?
2: You can get rid of my Goku. You
0: want to get rid yeah. of Aitsuwa Song Goku?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Which I've okay. seen improperly translated as that damned Goku <laughs> in some places.
1: Never understood <laughs> well, that. I, well, Aitsu is he but, but it's not it's very kind of, polite i know it's a it's a slangy context and if you're using it in what should be polite company it has a negative connotation um although if it's just guys using it amongst each other it's not that negative. and that's how
0: i took it because it's a song just about how cool goku
1: is and stuff he does right.
0: <laughs> all right let's uh, slash another couple off here julian which one do you want to get rid of
1: oh i don't know the movie six theme never really or the, what was it? The movie 16? The movie 16, he got a hero. Never really resonated oh, with me. Oh,
0: so. all right. We'll get rid of it. All right. In uh, response to that, I'm going to hold a grudge against you. I'm going to get rid of the movie 12 closing theme. Because I like the song, but I don't know if I like, like the song. So now we're down to 16. We got to get rid of four okay. more. Maybe you want to hmm. look at the list and see if you want right. to cut any others? Uh, forever. You want to get rid of forever? No, no, no,
2: no. Wait, no. No, I no,
0: changed my mind. Uh, the compass one? You get Oh, uh, god, no compass. Yeah, let's get rid of that one. I agree. Julian, cross off another one. What do you want to get rid of?
1: I don't know. I mean, I guess A and Noyakusoku we can cross off there because...
0: All right. It's It's not a a huge song song or
1: anything. It's not that important. Yeah. We're not really arguing, though, are we? We're just... No,
0: that's (laughs) Damn us for being so agreeable. Well, no, no. no. I got rid of one of Julian's (laughs) because he got rid of one of mine. Bridge match. (laughs) There's a little bit. So I think we need to get rid of two more. I'm going to choose to get rid of... uh, Let's see. It was actually my choice, but I'm going to get rid of it anyways. I'm going to get rid of Growing Up because no one else will care about that besides me.
2: Agreed. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Mary, let's see. You want to get rid of one more off the list? oh man i like all these i know see now it's tough
2: which one's the biggest fight
0: the final bout opening
2: he sings that right His yeah. vocals okay
0: oh, i do like that one
2: which one's kusuburo
0: that's kusuburo is the budokai 2 opening okay oh man get rid of that
2: of course we gotta have
0: tower power there too of course and it is our ideal situation oh crap
2: this is the last one we need to get rid of
0: i think one or two more i have to recount Damn. What about
1: that Cha La song? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't
2: know about no, it's that a bit one. Fishy. Which one? How does Forever it, go?
0: It's uh... Well, the, the really nice one is a piano version of it. It's just kind of him singing. You're I'm gonna, about to have to say that one. You're gonna get rid of that one. All right. Let's recount and see what we got. We're down to our twelve then.
2: Wow, that was pretty easy. <laughs> yes.
0: So let's go over our final dozen songs that we've come up with for our set list. We have Cha La, chala Cha
3: La, Hachala.
0: We have Kusuburu Budokachi opening
3: theme.
0: you data.
3: My to my world, can Giddy giddy.
0: He can no willpower
3: we got a power we got a power
0: what
3: do they got? Yellow knock da dub,
0: know he
3: in
0: the biggest fight
3: the biggest fight
0: So I guess my last question is, that's actually a two-part question. What did they open with and what did they close with? I knew you were going to ask <laughs>
3: that. <laughs> I think
0: they have to close with chala. Yeah. So I can cry on the way out. <laughs> All right, so that's our closing. What do you want them to open with?
2: Maybe one of the Budokai songs. You want to open with the Budokai song?
0: Which one? Two or three?
2: I always reverse the two in my head. Budokai 2 starts with the drum opening.
0: And Budokai 3 starts with a kind of a guitar riff. <laughs> Which one's okay. That's the Budokai 3. Then the second one. You want to open with the Budokai 3 song? The second one. Oh, you want to open with Budokai 2 theme song? Yes. Okay. That's just my thought,
1: but um, you guys... Okay, you're you know, you think I, they should I, I think that's probably a pretty good one. I wouldn't mind the Budokai 3 opening either. I definitely think, though, they should save for an encore probably the most well-known out of the whole bunch. So, you know, Chala would be, like, kept in reserve and just keep people wondering, are they going to
0: I, I got you. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. So it's not quite the closing song, but it is the closing song from the encore. All right. So it, it sounds like we're leaning towards one of the two Budokai theme songs for the opening. I'm actually going to lean more towards the Budokai 3 opening theme for the opening song, because while I really like the Budokai 2 song, Budokai 3 has kind of more of a nostalgic feel to it.
2: Yeah, I want it to open with a rock song. Yeah, I understand <laughs> yeah.
0: that too. So I think I could go either way, and I, I won't really get into a fight. I won't really care okay. which one it
1: gets open. With. See, I always I, construct the... a dream set list from the end and work my way to the beginning. You know, like, what I'd like to see before the encore is kind of a slow song. Like, you know, maybe Hikari no Tabi. Yeah, I
0: agree very much so. Oh, the, <laughs> the thing is, I'm getting my hopes up and my dreams up, and it's all going to come crashing down when they sing, like, the Gao opening song instead of Hedgehala or something like that. Oh, that... I, I enjoy music and I enjoy hopes and dreams and aspirations. So that was actually kind of fun to me. So I'll put up our final set list over on the website in the forum. Maybe I'll come up with an order for it that, uh, we kind of all agree on. That was cool. And now I'm really happy, but I'm really sad at the same time because I know it can't really happen. Oh, what, what, what do you feel, Mary? How, how does this make you feel as a Dragon Ball fan? I feel,
2: I feel tingly and sad. Oh, Julian, how about you?
1: It's kind of nostalgic. I remember when I was like putting up information on those three CD sets back in the day, and that was years after the songs had come out, but it was my first real exposure to a lot of the songs. So yeah, wow. Good times. Good times.
0: times. Good times indeed. So let's get away from the good times. We'll move on to the rest of the show. We got some cool stuff for you. Julian, we're going to take it over to you and your DBZ ABCs. We're up to key this week.
1: Yes, we're up to the letter. Well, the, the letter, letter key. key. We're ke- the kana character key because we're in the K row now. So, what starts with key besides key? This, I, I don't know. You tell me. Is that what you're doing? Well, there's that, and there's also kinto. And, and so, let's flip a coin and decide. You got a coin? Um, actually, no.
0: Mary, pick a number between one and two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is it? One. All right, Julian, you're doing kintowun. Okay, kintowun. So what is this? It means candy cloud.
1: No, it doesn't. Oh, but NGN says it does. Er, it's wrong. <laughs> so oh, okay. <laughs> Qin is it's kind of a joke on the Jinto Yun, which is the cloud somersault from the old Chinese story Journey to the West. This was actually written with a different character in the beginning, I think. Uh Qin uses the character for muscle at the, for the first character and then to un are the same, I believe. But at any rate, um, because of the influence of the cloud somersault, it's commonly translated somersault cloud, which I guess is a fair idea. Instead of a technique to ride on the clouds, it's the cloud that you ride on. So there you go. Very nice. Anyhow, this is a mystical cloud that apparently Karin gave to Kamesenin when he was still pure of heart, if he was ever pure of heart. (laughs) But anyway, he, he got it, and then his disciples were able to ride on it, I guess. And then eventually it was passed down to Goku by Cam sending himself and it it served him well through a lot of times and until even, it got blown up yes but it came back because apparently there's more where that came from which I always thought was kind of a cop-out. It's I like, did, too. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like it the king looks looks the same, but It's not the same. <laughs> it's a renewable exactly. resource. it's
0: different. It's got a different personality, maybe, or something. Yeah,
1: I was always confused, too, that Goku was still able to ride it after he had kids. But then again, like we've always said, Chi-Chi probably had to, you know... He doesn't know what he was doing. He, he, he probably thought it, it was something he had to do for Chi-Chi to make him some new food. That's so he right. agreed to it that way. Let's stop like,
0: this conversation. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so pure of heart is important because Canadian wasn't able to ride on it. Bulma wasn't able to ride on it. Um, Sennin isn't able to ride on it.
0: I remember lunch in her nice form being able to ride up on it, right?
1: Yes, but I don't think her evil form no i doubt it (laughs) robbing
0: banks may have something to do with that whole uh pure of heart thing
1: yeah upo is able to ride on it well that makes sense and let's see who who else has had the chance Oob is able to write on it in the revised version of the ending of the manga did you say chi chi oh no i haven't chi chi
0: right i I think that pretty much gohan goten maybe trunks chibi trunks Either uh, trunks. Well, maybe more so future trunks than chibi trunks.
1: <laughs> well, you know how those kids are. Good deal. What else you gotta say about it? It's it's weird that it kinda of sticks around even after they don't need it anymore. Everybody can fly on their own by the middle or so of D B Z but
0: Yeah, and they're not really wasting any energy either.
1: Yeah. You know, it's it's hanging around. It's good times. They like him.
0: Kind of put it on autopilot and just show up yeah. somewhere. Take yeah, a nap. Go-
1: Gohan likes to use it because somehow it makes sense for him to not use his powers yet ride on a floating <laughs> right cloud. A cloud
0: to school. Exactly.
1: Because somehow that'll make it better.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's a dragon world. Whatever.
1: Oh wait, is that guy flying? Ah uh, no, he's just sitting on a magic cloud. <laughs> no problem.
0: <laughs> we see that every day. That's normal. Okay. Good deal. Anything else? Close out the thoughts on Kintoun.
1: Kintoun is really interesting because it's a cloud, and yet it has its own personality. It's almost a character in itself. It
0: kind of is. I, I like sound that.
1: that. kind of interesting.
0: Good deal. So Kaki Koo next week is Koo. Yes. Cool. I look forward to that. So uh, Julian, with your D B Z A B Z is done. We're moving on to the releases. Let's uh, cruise through April because it's the same couple things, but it's April second. Julian, I'll put it back over to you. First thing coming out on April second.
1: Yes, so April 2nd, what is coming out? But the Dragon Ball Z CD box, Cho Shu. It's the 13-disc music set containing over 200 songs. It's missing a couple of key songs like Battle Point Unlimited, for example. But otherwise, it has tons of stuff. And it <laughs> retails for the low, low price of 19,950 yen, which is about 199.50.
0: <laughs> About, it pretty much is right now So it's essentially $200
1: Yeah, basically right. And you can get it at places like CD Japan, Amazon Japan, etc. cetera. Et cetera. You know the joke.
0: Righto. I'm going to come back to you in a second, but <laughs> but we also have something else on April 2nd. Mary, you tell me. Last couple things coming out on that day.
2: Sure. As I keep talking about every week, these, uh. We'll, we'll, we'll be done with it this okay, week. Okay, thank God. These <laughs> GT Region 2 discs that I don't know why anyone here would want to buy because it's GT and it's imported. But anyway, it's volumes 5 and 6 and it covers episodes 25 through 36. And they are three thousand nine hundred ninety n each.
0: Good deal, Julian. I think uh, the fourth is that other horrible thing coming out, though, right?
1: Yes, on April fourth. I said the fourth of April comes out. The redundantly redundant television version. Or television? Did I say
0: <laughs> <laughs> That sounded amazing. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I see TV now, and to to <laughs> it, it, explain the concept, I have to say "tedabi" to the Japanese speakers. This would be the television version of anime comics. That's the version that appeared on TV in comic book form of Dragon Ball Z. Gene Zoning and Hen number one. So this starts the androids, or as you might say, artificial humans arc, I guess with Trunks. Or maybe even that guy named Trunks. Because I'm saying everything twice. Did you notice how I'm doubling everything right now? Yeah, I did kind of notice Great. that. Okay, so that comes out on the 4th. Did I mention the fourth?
0: I think so. Is it about nine bucks?
1: Uh, Probably. Because
0: I think they're 9,000, or nine thousand nine hundred yen, which is essentially nine bucks now.
1: Yeah, so it's a ripoff, and it's something you can get drawn by the author's hand.
0: Good deal. I think that's actually everything in April that I've found thus far, so we might not have any releases for a couple weeks, but maybe that's a good thing. So we'll close up those releases and head on over to the emails. We're actually going to start up something new for the email section this week and we're going to see how long this goes and how it works out because it's something I really want to do. It's kind of a toss back if anyone's been around for a long time to our old mailbag section on the website. And the way this is going to work is we're going to read some comments we've gotten on YouTube. Now, uh, as you can all imagine, YouTube is a fantastic place to receive feedback on things that you post up. We've actually done almost an entire episode based on some comments we've gotten on YouTube. Now. In order to keep this um, fresh and actually funny and actually real, what's nice is that I actually have a backlog of comments we can use. Uh, going forward, maybe we'll use some more of these, but it's kind of the thing where the instant where we start getting comments like this by people who are just trying to get on the show with their stupid comments, like, it's not funny anymore, it's not real anymore. So what's nice, like I said, is we have a backlog we can go through and kind of look at these and just shake our heads. So we're going to start off the email section with a YouTube comment, uh, at least for a couple weeks, see how this goes, see what you guys think about this. And it's not necessarily to make fun of people, but like I said, to just kind of shake our heads and be astonished at some of the information that people spread out there. So um, Mary, I'm actually, we're going to do this in three voices because there's the original poster, there's my response, and then there's a response to the response. So Mary, you're going to be the first person. I will be Dizzy X and then julian you can be the uh the last person here <laughs> okay so mary this is uh the response that you left except not really you to that uh bondi figures commercial from 1995 okay. that we put up so uh, what did quote unquote you say in response to this video
2: Well, oh, i say automation didn't do the 95 job it was Kidmark or Vidmark. And I would say in response to
0: that, incorrect. Funimation has been the license holder of the property since 1994. Their original dub of the show premiered in syndication on North American television in 1995 with voices provided by Ocean Studios and music by Peter Baring. Kidmark slash Trimark slash Liongate's sole role was home format distribution obtained via an additional sub-license from Funimation, which itself only applies to the first 13 episodes of the TV series as well as the first movie. And then
1: Julian, in response to that quote unquote you had to say actually you're incorrect Funimation stole their sock to Bandai and allowed them to shoot this commercial and then the English dub was provided by Funimation so don't get those two mixed up because back in the day Bandai owned all of Funimation's funds and then once the newer episodes of DBZ ex DBZ GT came out Funimation bought back all its shares and began making the newer episodes
2: first of all I want I want to see this series called DBZ GT. Because maybe it's awesome.
1: <laughs> what? I, I, Shares? I, just I, I just don't understand what, what, what they're trying to say because I don't understand what stocks would have to do with this anyway. It's a commercial and it's action figures. And,
0: and Funimation was a private company anyways. And I mean, even they still are. They're, they're an own subsidiary of Navarre now. But like what, what, what stock and own their funds and that doesn't even make any sense. This is the kind of stuff that people are posting out there. People have crazy
2: imaginations. People have a
1: right to be stupid, you know, Mike.
0: Oh, well, I know. That's true. As a rule, I've almost come to this like I just don't respond to YouTube comments anymore. And this this is one of those reasons why. Where like I didn't respond to this because how do you respond to that? Clearly they think they're correct. And I I, I don't know. So we're going to leave that YouTube comment behind. We'll come back with another one next week. Let's move on to regular emails here. Uh This is actually going to be a question Julian, you are going to read, and Mary, you're going to answer.
1: I would love to. So, Julian, take it away, man. Hello, Mike, Mary, and Julian. I have a question, and I hope I don't make too much of a fool of myself for it. Most girls I've talked to who are familiar with early Dragon Ball think it's just downright adorable how love-shy Yamcha was back then. Understandable, since he was pretty much the polar opposite of Kamesenin and Oolong, the creepy perverts who weren't above getting as many feel-ups as they could and not being shy about it. But these are the same girls who, when encountering a real-life Yamcha, write him off as a yellow-bellied loser. It doesn't make sense to me. How can they see so much in a fictional character like Yamcha and not the guys who suffer from the same shyness in reality? Loving the podcast? to death penguin pie
2: female response i am guilty of this so guilty because i do like early yamcha and i was attracted to how girl shy he is but you know what i never stopped to think about you know there was a guy like this in real life unless we knew he actually acted like this like if we just thought oh he's quiet but actually in his mind he's like he wants to like girls but he's like terrified of them that might be cute but to us it might just come off as oh this guy's a wimp and yeah, we wouldn't like a guy like that. So it's kind of hypocritical, I think. And I don't know why we do it. It's weird. I, I have no, I have no logical answer for this because women are illogical.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I agree completely. Women are completely illogical, make no sense, and should be brought back out back with a shotgun.
2: Gee, for thanks. the horrible, horrible things you do. You, you want this ring to male. <laughs>
1: No, you're you know I could go it. now. I'll I'll leave you to to accept the i sorry. <laughs>
0: No, it's really true, though. Yeah. Like, females are totally
2: into this, like,
0: shy, don't really want to express their feelings kind of guy. But then,
2: like, it's weird. There's other, like, harem shows, like, Love, Hina, where the main character is, like, not good around girls. And, you know, that kind of character is repulsive. So I don't know what makes Yamcha different. I guess because of the comedic aspect. Like, well, you'll go all frozen maybe. and
0: stuff. When he's not around girls, though, he's almost kind of cocky yeah so he's got that side and doing, i like
2: you know? cocky i like cocky guys
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> no comment but you know what i want to know yes you know the thing that baffles me and it baffles a lot of guys because the whole you know if you don't know i am mad at you i'm not going to tell you yes thing. well well if you don't tell me how am i supposed to know additional
0: <laughs> female response
2: um, you should be able to tell by the lack of talking and making eye contact, and generally but, not being happy. But but that doesn't supply a reason. No, are we talking about anime or real life? I'm confused. It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> I uh, really I'm on the spot here.
2: I don't know because I'm not most girls. That's very true. I'm better than most girls. Ha. Wow, and you're the cocky one Yes, I learned it from you. (laughs) I learned it from watching you.
0: (laughs) All right, well, you know what? Thank you, Penguin Pie. I don't know if we actually answered your question at all or helped you in any way, but uh, hopefully we did something.
2: I thought I had a big intellectual response to that, but when I was put on the spot, I'm like, duh, I'm just cute. I don't know. Oh,
0: uh, Mary, why don't you read the next one here? Sure. This one comes to us from Logan.
2: Alrighty. Logan writes, Hello, Mike, Mary, and Julian. I just got done listening to episode 120, and I finally had a question that I deemed worthy of actually writing in and asking you about. I have been listening since episode 90, and I love the show. You guys really make me laugh. Okay, so here's my question. In episode 120, when talking about that superset of Dragon Ball music that's coming out in April, Julian made comment that a certain song was not on the list, and that this song was a song that played when Trunks first went Super Saiyan. Now, I know you guys don't like the Funimation boxes they've been putting out, but I've been getting them because I wanted to see the show with the Japanese music. I have season four where Trunks goes Super Saiyan, but there was no song that played. So what I'm wondering is, Aww. did Julian mean the first Super Saijin, uh in the Trunks special, or during the regular show? I've yet to hear anything with words for music so far, and I don't know if I should have by now, or if Funimation really is screwing us over and not giving us the true Japanese audio. If you can clear that up for me, that would be great. Sorry for having such a simple question uh, turn out so lengthy. Keep up the great podcasts.
0: So I think there's actually two questions within this. One is, what's the song? And then the second question is, is it missing on the box
1: sets? You already
2: mentioned so, the song in the
1: episode. So the song is Battle Point Unlimited, and it plays during episode 20 when Trunks goes super sciatio. 120 yes that's what i said
0: yeah you said 20
1: oh well 120 yeah episode 20 is when that other song plays yes right
0: well actually mention that one first because we know for a fact that that one was not in that track with the new dub and the japanese audio
1: Right, so that would be, uh, what's the name of it? Shura... Shura Iro no Senshi Thank you. the uh, song in episode 20. And that plays when Kaio sama is talking about the history of the Saiyajin, which is entirely
0: And that song has vocals.
1: Different. Yes, that song has vocals. But, well, it sounds like if it didn't play in the dub at that point in the new box set, then it was also taken out.
0: Well, the thing is here is um, Battle Point Unlimited actually doesn't have vocals it's an insert song in that it's like this is the only time that well it's used twice in that episode but it's the only time in the series that it's used and it's exclusive to kind of that scene and that episode and that character but i guess if you're not familiar with it and you don't know that it's a vocal less song you might not be aware that it's there so i'll put in a little sample of the song and then you can actually tell for yourself as for whether or not it actually appears in this Funimation box set obviously like we're not continuing to buy these sets and I can't go spot check it so maybe someone who owns this can you tell us if it appears in the the English dub version with the Japanese music is Battle Point Unlimited over there in that track because we know they're not putting in every single last piece of music there have been some things that have been left out and knowing that this song isn't even on that Chozenchu set I wonder if there's some weird shit going on like they just can't get the song over in that audio track or whatever you know what i mean
1: yeah like contractual things
0: right exactly so i think that answers that so it's from episode 120 of the tv series is out from the trunk special and it's the only time it's used uh i guess i'll read how many emails do we have we have one more email so i'll read this and then you guys can answer it this one comes to us from jeremy dear mike mary and julian considering that wrestlemania 24 is coming up this weekend as i write this and with Bruh. sports going strong with march madness in full swing and the red Sox A's game in japan earlier this week here's an interesting Question. Is Akira Toriyama a sports fan of any kind, or maybe had the influence of sports on some of his story? For example, the characters, especially the Saijin, are quite athletically adept. That big lug Nappa has been compared to a tall Bill Goldberg or stone cold Steve Austin. Yamcha is on a baseball team at the beginning of DBZ. Perhaps Piccolo is named for the late football player Brian Piccolo. Can you find any other evidence, other than the martial arts aspects of the tournaments, that Toriyama may be into sports? curiously jeremy or brackets ps long time listener first time emailer Always a fun podcast every week about the good work. Um, Julian. Yes. Baseball is just kind of a normal everyday thing over there.
1: Yeah, it's pretty popular. I mean, you have major little league stuff, the, the major championship for high school being at Koshien Stadium and in, in, uh, Nishinomiya City in Hyogo Prefecture, which is about equidistant from Kobe and Osaka. And you've got major league teams and Japanese baseball players who go over to play for the major leagues in the U.S. are widely celebrated. In fact, uh, I believe Hideki Matsui mentioned that he was getting married, and it made the na- the national news. That oh, night. wow. Yeah.
0: Mary, is that the, the guy we went to go see? Yeah. Yeah, he was playing uh, over here in Jersey. We went to go see him uh,
1: playing the game. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so baseball is a really big thing. Apparently, pro wrestling is also fairly popular. I don't know if I would consider that a sport exactly, but... Um I forget what
0: series it is, but there's a pretty big series of wrestling games, video games over in Japan. Yeah, is it like Fire to- Pro Wrestling or something like that.
1: I don't really know myself. But, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Toriyama's incorporated a lot of professional wrestling stuff before, particularly in Dr. Slump, I think. Like Arade seems to be a fan of pro wrestling. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, right, right. Well, the other thing I want to mention with baseball is that uh in the great Saiyaman arc, Gohan's playing a little baseball at school too. But with that, I mean Baseball showing up in the manga, I don't think that really proves anything yeah. one way or the other.
1: Well, it kind of feels almost like he was trying to accomplish like a, a school life thing for a little while before he changed tack again. Right, but. exactly.
0: Um, how about some of this other stuff? Uh, when we talked about the wrestling, Piccolo being named for someone. I think that's just Toriyama in the series of puns because all of his henchmen were... Name the same instrument. kind of thing, symbol, drum, etc. Piano. Piano. So uh, any other evidence he's into sports? We know he's into, what, World War II and tanks and Models. stuff.
1: <laughs> Models, right. I, I think more so like the, the material than the actual things. He's not a Nazi. He just likes the the kind of equipment that they use, like tanks and stuff.
0: Right, right. So I think he just kind of likes to sit around and smoke and play with his models. (laughs) I don't really see him as being huge into sports or anything, but we don't really know a whole lot about his really detailed personal life. Is there anything else you can think of from maybe any of those manga intros or anything like that?
1: He and his kids both read One Piece. (laughs) All right, then.
0: (laughs) I guess that sums it up.
1: Yeah, I guess... You know what I want to see is like a fighting manga from Masakazu Katsura? He's already proven that he can draw pretty girls. Let's see him draw fighting. Where did that come from? What are you talking about? Because he's a big fan of Toriyama, and they're going to do a crossover. Oh, all
0: right, right, Okay, good deal. Uh, as always, I have to give it over to you, Mary, because you're going to send an email to the show, and you have I questions am? and have comments question. and all that kind of stuff. Where would you send them over to?
2: Okay, I would send it over to podcast at com. That is P-O-D-C-A-S-T at dot That is absolutely
0: correct. Thank you. So that, that's going to actually end the show. Next week... I I know this for a fact. For episode 123, we will indeed be doing the manga review of Awesomeness. We're up to volume 15, so we're coming to a close of uh, the Dragon Ball portion if you will of the series we're in the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai. I think we'll start up a contest next week we'll get a box of shit in the closet let's start giving away some more of that stuff I would again.
2: love to clear out the closet
0: alright so we'll do that we'll start uh, giving things away again next week uh, we'll get some interviews coming up in the future I need to actually solidify a time to record this next one that'll be pretty neat so I guess uh, that's some upcoming stuff things we want to remind people about we have a forum and we have a chat room however on the forum there's a lot of new people coming in please remember that we do expect you to type properly on the forum. And if you don't, we do reserve the right to correct you in bold red. Problem is, I think people kind of like think we're going to correct all their posts and don't change the way that they type so please if you're going to come over to the forum remember the type properly and uh things will be cool from there we have the forum we got the chat we got the look for that new tidbit hopefully i'll put that up uh, along with this podcast episode all those yes. new clips we put up uh what else
1: um uh that's pretty cool
0: julian you owe a song lyrics
1: yes i know i'll probably get to it in the coming weeks
0: i know you're gonna be moving and switching over to a new job and all that stuff so you're busy i understand how it is it's cool. Mary, what are you doing for the website?
2: Uh, uh, b- b- Shouldn't I be working on my own?
0: <laughs> I guess you should. Well, what's my <sighs> transition over to you. Tell me about Temple of Trunks. Sure.
2: Well, it's a site about trunks with wacky humor, if you can call it that, and images and other things. And it's 10 years old this month. Cool. And you can find it at templeoftrunks.com. That's T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Come. Julian, you and I—that site that I was just talking about Daizen2EX, Where do you go?
1: Yes, well, you can find it at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> More specifically, www.dizex.com. That's d-a-i-z-e-x.com.
0: Absolutely correct. So, uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with your manga review of awesomeness. I don't think I have anything else to say, so let's say goodbye to everyone. From Mary over here, goodbye. Bye. For Julian, off in the distance, goodbye. Farewell. My name is Mike, Vegito EX, and uh hey, it's Saturday, we got a whole day ahead
1: of ourselves. Good deal. Julian do it. Days and show ex podcast, you can't get a to get a chance to get a
0: This is Dyes and XD The Podcast, episode 121. For now, it's two. 22. <laughs>
2: Why
3: I are changed, there always I errors in this everything thing. else
0: yeah. except that.
3: Damn it.